Please hello and welcome to Listen I Made a Hat. I'm your host, Sheila O'Neill, and today we'll be discussing unique and interesting covers of Sondheim songs in various genres, ranging from pop to jazz to prog metal. Many artists have been interested in tackling Sondheim songs over the years, and several have decided to put their own spin on the work. Sondheim has always been generous in giving permission to these unorthodox ideas. He doesn't appreciate arbitrary changes to the score, especially the melody line, and he is, of course, not a fan of changes made without his permission. But Sondheim knows that the theater is a living art form, and, quote, that what keeps theater alive is its openness to reinterpretation from generation to generation, unquote. This attitude is very fortunate for the multitude of artists who are interested in trying something new with Sondheim's work. The most common genre Sondheim music finds its way into is jazz. This is unsurprising, as the link between jazz and Broadway goes way back to Gershwin and his contemporaries. Cabarets and nightclubs turned show tunes like All the Things You Are, Summertime, and Hello Dolly into jazz standards for decades. The tradition has become less prevalent as the mainstream popularity of musicals declined, but that doesn't mean it has died. The free-flowing nature of jazz makes it compatible with a wide variety of source material, including Sondheim's work. A group called the Trotter Trio has certainly seen the potential for Sondheim in jazz. In five different albums, the group has adapted the scores of A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, Company, Follies, Sweeney Todd, and Passion into jazz. The albums are all fairly comprehensive, including nearly all the songs from each show. The songs are arranged as instrumental jazz pieces for piano, bass, and drums. The trio tends to begin each piece with a clear melodic line from the song before improvising around the music often returning to the song as written again before the piece is over. Terry Trotter on the piano is the central figure in these arrangements. Anthony DeMar, another pianist with an interest in Sondheim, has spent the past several years working on a project called Liaisons, Reimagining Sondheim from the Piano. For this project, DeMar commissioned 36 different composers to take a Sondheim song and turn it into a piece for the piano. Each composer took a different approach to this. Fred Hirsch's No One Is Alone stays very close to its source, while Eve Baglarian's Perpetual Happiness is an intricate musical matrix, bouncing around the idea of the original song, Happiness from Passion. Others are conceptual. Ricardo Lorenz took Worst Pies in London and A Little Priest from Sweeney Todd, and let his Venezuelan roots influence his piece, titled The Worst Empanadas in London. Some even went so far as to create a story around their piece. In Ethan Iverson's Send in the Clowns, the pianist is attempting to play Send in the Clowns while music from a club next door plays loudly through the wall, occasionally finding its way into the piece. The project as a whole contains a wealth of talent and creativity, paired with the excellent piano skills of Damar. Sondheim himself is very happy with the project and has said that, quote, to hear composers take my work and take it seriously, it's a thrill, unquote. Many other artists have also performed Sondheim in jazz. Tommy Cecile and Bill Mays have released two albums of Sondheim duos for piano and bass. Richard Rodney Bennett's album, A Different Side of Sondheim, features both vocal and instrumental jazz interpretations. And the album Color and Light, Jazz Sketches on Sondheim, has several different artists performing various Sondheim songs in their own style. One thing all of this music seems to have in common is the piano. This makes perfect sense, as the piano both plays an important role in jazz and is Sondheim's native instrument and so it works well for both the content and the form. All in all, bringing Sondheim songs into the realm of jazz has resulted in an embarrassment of creative, pleasant, and well-made music. Another genre naturally well-suited to Sondheim's work is that of symphonic music. 
The most notable example of this is probably the album Symphonic Sondheim, in which Don Sebesky conducts the London Symphony Orchestra for a selection of pieces, some of which are individual Sondheim songs, and some of which are suites, each suite combining various songs from a Sondheim show. The orchestra is wonderful, the selections are good, and the album as a whole is a treat. Other examples of symphonic Sondheim include an orchestral medley of company performed by the Boston Pops Orchestra, and versions upon versions of Scent in the Clowns, of course. Similar works can also be found in various Sondheim celebration albums that have come together over the years. The Overture and Salute to Stephen Sondheim from the 1998 concert Sondheim Tonight are two excellent examples of symphonic Sondheim medleys that incorporate songs from various shows into their composition. Since they were created so late in Sondheim's career, they are able to pull material from every musical from forum to passion. But even in 1973, Sondheim, a musical tribute, better known to fans as the Scrabble album, had plenty of material to choose from for its overture and entracte, two orchestral pieces which combine several songs from forum, anyone can whistle, company, and follies. Especially for someone often criticized as a lyricist with decent, cold, or unhummable music, it's nice to see Sondheim's music stand on its own so well. It's also easier to pick up on nuances in the score when the lyrics are out of the picture. And when it comes down to it, nothing beats the sound of a talented orchestra performing brilliant music. But it doesn't take a full orchestra to perform a Sondheim song. Some have also been brought into the realm of pop music. Of course, this doesn't happen particularly often, and when it does, you're lucky to find variety in the selections. I often go on iTunes and pick through everything that comes up for a search of Stephen Sondheim. Whenever I find an album that might be classified as pop, I like to play a game called West Side Story or Send in the Clowns, as the Sondheim song on the album will almost always fall into one of those two categories. When it doesn't, it's likely that the artist has musical theater in their background, such as Barbara Streisand, Laura Michelle Kelly, or Brian Stokes Mitchell. But despite the limitations, there are several wonderful songs to be found throughout the years, from Frank Sinatra's Good Thing Going, to Tony Bennett's Home is the Place, to Billy Porter's Last Midnight. You're not good, you're not bad, you're just nice. Covers like these show the potential for show tunes to make their way back into the zeitgeist. It's a long way from really happening, but some of the groundwork is being laid down. And perhaps we're not too far from seeing Broadway return to its former place in popular culture. I wish. The artists who do choose to bring Sondheim's work into their genre often do a good job of making the songs match their style, their personality, or the mood they want to convey. Laura Michelle Kelly's Losing My Mind is worlds apart from the tone and tempo of the original, but still manages to let the distress of the song creep through subtly in the instrumental choices. Adam Pascal's rock ballad cover of Not A Day Goes By is anything but subtle in bringing out the emotional distress in the Merrily We Roll Along song. The longing and unrequited love of the situation comes through crystal clear in the instrumental arrangement and tone of the vocals. But Sondheim's songs aren't just for English speakers. Peter Yobach's album Person Aval includes a medley of Good Thing Going and Not A Day Goes By performed in Swedish. In 2007, the German singer Samuel Sherman performed a solo album titled Sunday, Samuel Sherman Singt Sondheim, which consists of several Sondheim songs and medleys, some performed in English, some in German. And on her album Cabaret, French singer Patricia Koss performs the ever-popular Send in the Clowns. 
Sondheim's prevalence in the musical theater community has also led to a fair amount of Sondheim-esque music, both as parody and homage. The 2003 off-Broadway show Musical of Musicals the Musical involves parodies of five Broadway songwriters and teens, Rodgers and Hammerstein, Kander and Ebb, Jerry Herman, Andrew Lloyd Webber, and, of course, Stephen Sondheim. The musical's plot, A Young Woman Struggles to Pay Her Rent, is performed five times, once in the style of each composer. The Sondheim section of the show is titled A Little Complex, and follows the heroine's struggles in an apartment complex called The Woods, as she deals with a murderous landlord, a struggling composer boyfriend, and a bitter, drunk, older female neighbor. Life sucks, and you wanna know why we're all gonna... Through complex rhymes, dark themes, and many, many puns. Why, Jitter, show a little decorum. A funny thing happened on the way to decorum. The writers create an inside joke with song, intended for anyone with a sense of humor and an extensive knowledge of Broadway. Reduced Shakespeare Company co-founder Adam Long's 2014 show pays homage to Sondheim in a different way. The two-man show, Satan Sings Mostly Sondheim, may not contain any Sondheim music or be endorsed in any way by Sondheim or anyone who knows him, as the disclaimer on their website points out. But it is an interesting story that puts a twist on Satan in a way similar to C.S. Lewis's The Screwtape Letters. The show is about Satan, reborn in 1964 as a song and dance man, and his agent, Robert. Satan is a fan of Sondheim and wants nothing more than to put on a concert called Satan Sings Mostly Sondheim. Unfortunately, Sondheim is unwilling to give Satan the rights to his music, not wanting to be associated with the devil. The show is filled with parody songs such as Let's Do a Show, Security Guard Plonsky, and I'm Only a Clown. Late great Sondheim fan and protege Jonathan Larson paid homage to his mentor in the show Tick Tick Boom with the song Sunday, in which Johnny describes the daily ins and outs of working at a diner in a song based off of a song with the same name in Sunday in the Park with George. inspired a competition called the Sondheim Remix Challenge, where several artists were encouraged to create their own take on a song from Sunday in the Park. The entries were varied in style and quality, and featured some interesting creative choices and some heartfelt personal creations. Among them, George Abood's Children and Art, performed on the Oud with lyrics changed to represent a conversation between him and his grandmother. Go ahead, honey, play something. Perhaps one of the least expected genres people have mixed with Sondheim is metal. Dee Snider of Twisted Sister released an album called Dee Does Broadway in 2012, in which he performed several Broadway songs, including Tonight and The Ballad of Sweeney Todd. Taking this idea to its logical extreme, the Landless Theatre Company produced a prog metal version of Sweeney Todd in 2014 in Washington, D.C. Sondheim gave them permission to go ahead with the concept, with the condition that they didn't cut anything or change the order of things without his express permission. And so they went about creating the prog metal Sweeney Todd. The theatre company had done rock musicals and rock operas before, so they had people with experience on hand. The casting created a mix of vocal types, some coming from a musical theatre background, others from rock. 
For new arrangements, the songs were split up amongst six different people tasked with making it work for the band. As a result, the individual songs are brought into metal in different ways and with varying levels of success. Greenfinch and Linnetbird feels like it's fighting itself, but the ballad of Sweeney Todd has its terrifying mood brought into a whole new realm as the gravelly-voiced Beatle stares down the audience. And Joe York's performance as the Beatle also manages to create a phenomenon I have never seen before and have not seen since. Ladies and their sensitivities receiving its own round of applause. I don't know how they managed to accomplish that, and I have nothing but the utmost respect. Perhaps a widespread trend of similar productions would help make musical theater more exciting for people who don't think Broadway has anything to offer them. For the rest of us, it's fun to see an old favorite from a fresh perspective. And then there are genres that have barely scraped the surface of Sondheim. Send in the clowns on a pipe organ. Waiting for the girls upstairs on the banjo. And the masterful work of genius that is the disco ballad of Sweeney Todd. But of course, a man can only be so generous with his music. Still, it should be interesting to see what the future brings. And if you know about a weird and wonderful Sondheim cover not mentioned here, please leave me a comment with a link to it. There are plenty of interesting Sondheim interpretations out there. Some are wonderful, some are mediocre, and some are hilarious. Whatever the style of music, if it brings new people into the Sondheim fold, it's a good thing in my book. It gives artists a chance to bring something new to a song they love. And to those of us who eat, sleep, and breathe Sondheim, it gives us a fresh way of looking at songs we're so familiar with in their original forms. If nothing else, it gives us more to hear. Thank you for listening. This has been Listen, I Made a Hat. You can find us on iTunes and at listenimadeahat.com. I'm Sheila O'Neill, and to find out more about me, you can visit SheilaO'Neill.com. And the quote of the day is, Since you're the model I take after, that's what I'd have to do. I have to do like you like, only because I do like you. I do like you.